in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Maybe we're not. Good afternoon. Right now it's 12.07. A governor who plays with his mother. It's The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. <coughs> This portion of the program, folks, on this uh, Thursday, it's by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop it and see them, folks. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They are having a fantastic season. Let me be the first one to say I am not surprised, as a matter of fact, just because, you know, the service is fantastic. And they work so hard. And Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. And, um, and I, I want to thank them. I mean, they're just such supporters of the program <clears throat> and um they understand the role of the chosen one it's pr landscape materials and garden center where they are a full service garden center all right let me there's plenty of time for that coming up folks hanging pots stop it and see them now listen today is thursday make a point of this good afternoon to everybody tuning in am 1380 and 99.9 fm and everybody this is the noon report on Facebook, where we have brought back, this is the Rhode Island backdrop. Governor McGree, uh, Governor McGreed, Governor McKee in his big boy pants. Look at that. If you look at the backdrop behind me, folks, that, I mean, that looks like a, a 40, 48 short. I don't know. what, what is that Don Grabian or is that Governor McGreed? Crying out loud. There he is. And there, of course, is the face of the Democrat Party. With uh, Senator Mack. By the way, we're going to touch on her in just a moment. But folks, 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Full-scale nursery. Everything you need to make your home a showstopper. They're just simply terrific. So pop by and see them. And I want you to make a point of it. Now, they're also on Facebook. But again, um, people drive from all over to go there at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. However... I really want to implore many of our listeners and followers that happen to be in, um, you know, especially anyone south of Providence where it's, uh, you know, an easy ride. So not that, you know, there are people that take a ride. But anyhow, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. I want to draw your attention to the website, but pop it and see them. They're open seven days a week. Gift certificates are available. Look for them on Facebook. 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, full-scale nursery. I don't know why the rest of the media does not see the humor in that that Juan does. We also, uh, we're going to go back to multi-platform uh, good afternoon, everybody that's following the live stream on Twitter. And then we're also on YouTube. And we're going to continue to do more of that. Folks, the uh, the video capabilities and, and, of course, our loyal Facebook crowd that loves the program. Um, I'm often checking the numbers. This is the noon report. I didn't realize we actually had to clarify for some people that it's the 12, 12 noon report. Please share that you are watching. And then you can also uh, send stars. Uh, and then I like to give shout outs to many of our people. There's Billy Manzo. Thank you, Billy. Awesome show. There's Rose Doobie, who wanted me to tell the gangs where I was headed last night. Thank you, Rose. I didn't realize. Are you a member of the gangs? Is that what that is? There's Cheryl Barboja. Is this a religious program? Hardly. Thank you, Farrell Paul. Mada playing. Yeah, I'm glad the governor's playing cards with his mother. His mother, M O T H A, in the kitchen. Folks, share that you're watching. Thank you for the stars on Facebook. Let one, I just want to check and make sure the YouTube feed is uh, up and running. I believe it is. It is. There we are. You know, the YouTube thing, we, we just stay with it. It's just not as big as Facebook. I think at some point it will be, but when it, we're just not there yet. But we're still staying there. A lot of hopes. In other parts of the country, uh, YouTube is huge. And we are going to start to utilize that platform, too. Um, areas of growth that we're really looking at. One is YouTube. I don't, you know, deny that. I was having a conversation with someone. Folks, I'm always being approached by various people that want to work with the show, promote the show, uh, you know, get the show into different platforms. Sometimes I take meetings, sometimes I don't. But, um, 
you know, I, w- I was having a conversation with someone. Um, you know, are you saying you, you yet? Yeah, no, I understand. We could definitely use a little more growth in YouTube. But I also understand, you know, look at the Facebook numbers. I mean, the Facebook numbers are like like nothing else, right? I mean, it's, you look at the, the, the views. And I also, by the way, I just want to address, I love the people that say, <clears throat> um, and if you can't tell, we're on a ramble Thursday here. But I love the people, he just, I, what was the quote? Like, you get the people that come out of the word work, right? A lot of times, Farrell Paul knows, I should ignore them. I should ignore them. And most of the time, I do ignore them. You know, one good thing about the radio is I can't hear or see the people that are yelling at the radio or saying moronic comments that may upset the chosen one. But I, I do get people. Someone posted a comment. He just films things that he knows will get views. <clears throat> As opposed to what? What I mean, what are you talking? What kind of comment is that? He's just filming things that he, that he, that uh, whatever the exact phrase was. He just films things. Well, part of that, that, that's a yes and no. I mean, I, I cover things and I do film things that I'm interested in. It's obvious I'm interested in them because I'm going out and blanking covering it. But as opposed, you, you can, let me, let me just explain for a moment. A newspaper breaks a story. You can always say, if you wanted to, hear me out. And again, I, I recognize people are listening on AM 13, uh, uh, on the radio, and 99.9 FM. And then people that do listen online at the website, Petro.com, if you click listen live. But a newspaper breaks a story, someone could always say they just want to sell newspapers. A television station does a great event, right? Or they do a great news story, whatever it may be. They just want to get read. They're doing it for it. You could always say that, right? Uh, uh, um, a man, a young man is in a gay bar. He wants to offer to buy a drink to another young gay male. And the other gay male could say, you just want to get me, you know, you just want to spread monkeypox. or you want to have sex with me. You, you could always go. A politician does something, right? President Trump says we're going to build the wall. He just wants to get elected. You could always come back to, you know, that common denominator. You know, boy, that was a fantastic. I saw Top Gun Maverick the other night. By the way, it's such a great experience now going to the to the movies again. They've really, it's incredible, the showcase with the reclining chairs. They sell booze, which I like. Screen is huge. And what, what could someone, you know, I, I really like that. What could someone say? They just want to make money. Like, you, you always could come back to that. So these people, like. As opposed to what? Should I just, <clears throat> I could just be in my basement filming myself and then not show it to anyone? He just wants to get views. He only does things to get views. Well, that. what is the other motivation for that, right? Um, a good friend of mine years ago judged a, um, it was a, a contest for aspiring comics. So you had to go. You know, they had a crowd, they had judges, and then people would get up and compete. I won't mention any names, but so there was this uh, female comic. So she drives to Providence. She enters into the contest. They have a crowd. I don't know how many. I mean, you know, 200 people. It's not the dunk. It's not Gillette, but still, you know, a little bit of a comedy crowd. They have a panel of judges. I think Charlie Hall was somehow involved with this. So a friend of mine was judging it, and, and there's a female comic, and she was okay, not great, but she was okay. So when she finished, I think afterwards, obviously they, she didn't, well, she didn't win, but my friend who's a judge went up to her and said, hey, you know, that was pretty good. And the girl said, oh, I, yeah, it was a girl. I don't think it was, a, yeah, a young woman, what have you. I, I just do it for myself. <laughs> I love that. And my friend, who I love, who's brilliant said, well, you know, that, no, right? Like, I, I, I just do it for myself. I really don't care about the crowd or if I win, you know, I just do the, well, <clears throat> if that were the case, you, you could just stay in your apartment and, and do your stand-up. You, you clearly, <laughs> I love that. So you drive from Newport to Providence. You, you get up on stage, perform, 
and it's a competition. It's not even just like an open mic night. There's other comics, there's an audience, and then you say, I, I just do it for myself. <laughs> well, no, no, you you came and did it for a crowd. You came and did it for judges. You came and did it as part of a competition. So the element of he he's just he's just trying to get views as <clears throat> if that I, I see people that do things on social media. It doesn't get a lot of attention. Would it? Would it? No, I'll, I'll correct it. You find something that's of interest to you, right? Or to in this case me. And then you present it, and sometimes the audience also finds it interesting. Sometimes they don't find it interesting, right? It's 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 a judgment type thing. There are people that try to be talk host and fail because they find that although they might find something interesting, general audience doesn't find it interesting. So now, it, it couldn't just be <clears throat> you do something just because you think people are going to like it. it. Like there has to be self-interest there. Then it's also presentation. But I love like when someone says that as opposed to what? Do I go out and cover stories that I don't think anyone's going to want, anyone's going to care about, and I'm just what? Doing it for what? The common good? Like I don't have better things to do with my time? No, I look for vehicles <clears throat> where I can do or comment or cover things that I find interesting, that I think other people would find interesting. And then there is an element where it's very gratifying, actually, when other people do, right? You And I've done stand-up. You find something humorous. You write something, prepare something. You perform it. Other people find it humorous. And it's, it's an incredible high. Uh, it is. And so it's, um, you know, it's, there's several words associated with it. I think you can get what I mean. But if, if whatever the newspaper is. New York Times, Washington Post, Boston Globe, Wall Street Journal. When they are covering or investigating or putting together a story, at its core, you could always say they just want to sell newspapers, right? Now, once you get past that, now let's talk about the quality of what they put out. So an NBA star has a great game, right? I don't know, drops 40 points. They make a lot of money. You could always say... Well, you know, look what he's paid, like, right? He makes $25 million a year. He should be getting, hello, should be scoring 40 points a game. You could always come back to that. You could always come back to a politician wants to get votes. A gay man in a bar is buying a drink because he wants to have sex with another gay man. Or there is a, a woman in a lesbian bar buying a drink for another lesbian. And in a, in a trans bar, a trans is buying a drink for another trans. And you could always come back. Maybe it could be, hey. I, I enjoy your conversation. I'd like to get to know you, and I'd like to uh, offer you a drink, courtesy that I will pay for. I'm not buying you a house. I'm not buying you a Lamborghini, right? There's a gay man in a bar. He starts chatting with someone and says, can I buy you a drink? Now, the person could always say, you just want to take me home, blah, 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 or whatever may happen. So you could always come back to that. But I kind of laugh at that. He, he just wants to cover things that people are going to watch. As opposed to what? <laughs> I can't get past that. Should yeah, there are there are films that they make that no one sees. They call it like art films, right? Like they, some some people filmed a, a film, and I think it was seven days long, and it was like two people sitting on a beach just like watching the waves. Okay, they obviously didn't want to make a lot of money. But what is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be a purist? Um, I, I've never, I, and I know I'm, I'm off on a tangent. I just, and I should ignore a lot of the comments of, of, of social media. I, I get that. Farrah Paul knows that, but these, um, there, there are people that do stories that no one cares about and then they get upset, right? Like I have people, how you should be covering that. I don't know. I'm not interested in it. Or there's different things I know about the story. You should be there. For, I love that, right? You should be. Right? You should be there covering. Oh, I should? What other assignments? Should I do that after I clean my room and maybe rake some leaves? Other assignments for one? I should be? You, I like this one. You need to cover. I need to cover. Oh, that's interesting. I need. You mean you want me to cover five people marching around in a circle 
having cars honk at them. I don't know if I need to cover them. We need sleep. Your gas, your car needs gas or electric, what have you. You need to eat and drink several times a day. I don't know if I need to cover, you know, five people, six people standing in a corner with signs and cars are honking at them. You need to be out there covering them. You, I, I need to, you mean you want me to? Yeah, that's, that's really, it's, it's an important issue. Well, if it's so important, why are there only five blinking people? How come no one else is covering it? All right. Uh, <clears throat> this is a big day in the race for governor. I'm going to tell you in a moment, folks. Good afternoon. Now that I got that ramble out of the way. At 1222, this portion of the program, hey, listen, if you use propane, listen up. I want you to call Propane Plus. There's someone listening or watching right now saying, you know, I do use propane. Well, use Propane Plus. Call them. Give them a shot. Heating and cooling. In Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. Number one, they're supporters of the program. Number two, they, you know, they happen to be friends of mine. In Massachusetts, call them 508-252-3359. Well, Juan, I use someone else for propane. Well, blinking switch. I'm not saying you have to move to a foreign land. Give them a shot. They've been there three generations. They're available 24-7. They offer online billing. Who said they didn't offer online billing? Well, I want a free safety inspection. They offer a free safety inspection. I don't know what you're talking about. Do they have a user-friendly website? Do they have a user-friendly website? How many of these moronic questions do I have to answer? Of course they do. It's propaneplus.com. Just check off residential, commercial, put in your zip code. They're always there for you. Exceptional service, Propane Plus. Now, go to the website, dpetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, which is brought to you by, you know, I want to thank um, Brood Awakenings is just fantastic. We were there. It was two weeks ago today, actually, the work location. I may do another event there, but the hours, see, they close because of the worker shortage. They're not open at night, and, and a lot of times I can get a draw a bigger crowd at night. So anyhow, we'll try to work something out. But right now they're open, right? Atwood Avenue, Johnston, Cherry Hill, also Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and then Bald Hill Road in Warwick. You know, I'm just asking you, make the... You don't need to. I'm asking you, stop by Brood Awakenings. Uh, delicious food, drinks, and the people there are just terrific. Now, granted, I am spoiled because the closest location to me is the work location, and it's just fantastic. They have the outside patio that, you know, it's just so enjoyable and relaxing, and the service, the people are great. The food is delicious. The drinks are great. It's a great vibe there. Brood Awakenings, Baltill Road in Warwick. So um, I want to mention, folks, that hear me out. What, what you need to understand is right now, what time is it? 1225. This is important. <coughs> Governor McKee, the, the local media, if you listened last hour, we had our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. So local media, and I uh, applaud Providence Journal. Channel 12, they're trying to get uh, more information about um, about the governor in, in the FBI probe. <clears throat> and Governor McKee, you know, I, I was wearing those glasses. I think I actually just got a headache from wearing those dark glasses inside. I had strained my eyes to read what the hell I was reading, and now I have a headache from it. But... Um, this is um, so Governor McKee is, and as much as Park Boy doesn't want to talk about it, the surrogate, right? The McKee surrogate. Why that is allowed is beyond me. That is a gift in kind. I recognize most normal people, intelligent people, and the ratings reflect that. Would not listen to a babbling fathead, but he's still three hours a day, right? It's definitely a seesaw operation. A lot of people listen to Gino in the morning and then. York, it goes crashing down in the afternoon, but it's still, listen, uh, it, it's still wrong. He's acting, that's, he's acting as a surrogate, and what makes it doubly wrong and is such a poor reflection on my old station and the folks that run WPRO is that this is a quid pro quo. 
that York has an agreement with McKee that if he can help get him elected, he will reward him with full-time employment. I'm not saying he's that powerful, but it's still unethical. Shouldn't be going on. But there's a battle taking place right now with the local media is saying to Governor McKee, we would like to know if you or anyone from your staff has been subpoenaed any contact or communication with the FBI. And more importantly, if the governor has been called into a federal grand jury. Now, Governor McKee is saying, oh, no, 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 that, that's private. You know, that, that number one, that's wrong, totally wrong. His actions, and this is important, folks, at 1227, I want to repeat this. Governor McKee, his actions are the subject of an FBI probe. His actions as governor are the subject of an FBI probe. What's the difference? Well, you go back to the 80s, right? Well, actually, that's probably not a good analogy. I'm saying if he somehow was in trouble with something that happened in his personal life, you could almost claim that there should be a level of privacy, right? Let's just say it's an elected official. Um, where are the boundaries? You know, I don't know, maybe a custody dispute, maybe some kind of a divorce proceeding. I think someone could could certainly raise the level in question. And I'm not sure not all media would pursue something like that. However, this FBI probe is a direct result of his actions once he achieved the position of governor. That's what it's about. This is not about what ILO was doing, right? This is about the actions of Governor Dan McKee. And he can play go fish with his mother in the kitchen and think it's a home run spot, blah, blah, blah. But that's a battle going on right now. No, I did post that. I haven't checked it. I did post it on website. I come down with the media. What Governor McKee is basically saying to the voters, it's none of your business. If I was subpoenaed by the FBI, if I was contacted by the FBI, and if I'm cooperating with the FBI, I disagree with that. I disagree with that tremendously, as a matter of fact. I think it is our business. I did look at that. Now, I don't know. Maybe he knows more than I do. I posted it. Governor McKee thinks voters don't have the right to know if he's questioned by the FBI. What do you think? I put, I think we have every right to know if a sitting governor is being questioned about their actions as governor. And I don't like and only got two comments. All right, maybe maybe he maybe he's right. Maybe people don't care. Um, I'll tell you this much though: for those that want to say it's not a big deal, I can tell you that people in business that many times are thinking of, you know, moving. Maybe they want to move their business to a certain state. I can tell you that they would be, you know, very reluctant to get involved. Ed puts so much in transparency. Gert says, I say we do. I think so. You would be very reluctant to get involved uh, in meetings and dealings with someone who who is the subject of an FBI probe. And I think for, for obvious reasons, it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. But who needs to get dragged in on something like that? <clears throat> so anyone that says he's, oh, it's really none of, none of the business of the voters. I think it absolutely is our business. And when in speaking about the race for governor... Helena, folks, I'm telling you, I that's a campaign to watch. Uh, she's not going quietly. She um, she is a Democrat. I think she should have run as an independent, but we'll see. She decided to run as a Democrat. She was polling third. She just fired a second campaign manager. What does that tell you? It tells you it's someone that's like, if they're not getting what they want done, they're not afraid to make wholesale changes. Um, I look at that compared to Biden. Biden is drowning and there's still no staff shakeups, right? But Helena folks did something this morning. First of all, she is a means. She made big money as the CEO of CBS. She's not a politician. She... Um, Governor McKee right now, he's just so slippery. He just is. You know, and, and, and again, I want to come back to it. It even goes to, you know, he and Pork Boy having this wink and a nod, handshake agreement 
you know, you, because he was going to hire him. I got a better idea. Stay where you are, and then you help me get elected, and I'll, you know, give you whatever you want, basically. I'll give you a full-paid state job. That's that's unethical. It's also, it, it's so embarrassing that WPRO allows that to go on. Um, it is true, Buddy Cianci, when he ran for mayor last time around, he stayed up right till the very end. And then he, you know, exited. And you could certainly make an argument the past, the, well, the whole time he was on the air, it was all just to gin up and keep himself out there and build goodwill for run for mayor. But he didn't leave the air. This is different. This is, there's a quid pro quo here. There's an agreement. You know, McKee's making it, by the way, everywhere. That's how he's getting these endorsements. And he's promising, it's always promising things with your money, with our money. But Helena folks received the endorsement from uh, Jorge Alorza this morning. Now listen, I get it. And people are not taking it serious. Some of the comments I'm seeing on social media, they're all negative. I disagree. The guy is, he's still in office. He is still the mayor of Providence. If in fact, um, if in fact, Helena folks can run competitive in Providence, I I think that is a, a game changer. Um, I think that is a I think that helps her a lot, and and it, at the very least, it it certainly changes the, the dynamic in in Providence. So someone had put on, I saw the comment on social media. Um, now, Grant, you don't get the full name, but with endorsements like that, she should just drop out. I disagree with that. Well, of course, 66 followers. What do you expect? Um, I um, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <clears throat> I um, As many of you know, I've been a big critic of Alorza. Since he announced he's not running for governor, he's dropped out of sight a little bit and his poll numbers. Listen, he has still won. I'll tell you why. He has still won statewide. Excuse me, citywide. He was elected twice as mayor. He was. You don't do that by, he's known. I think that was a big endorsement for her to pick up. Because it also shows, look who he's not endorsing. Because conventional wisdom would be, well, he's going to endorse Nelly Gorbea. Right? Both Latino. Not, didn't do that. Now, we know Alorza, I'm just curious if they're going to use him as like an attack dog on Governor McGreed. Because that would be interesting. That would be interesting if Alorza starts to take shots at McKee. Because he did go to the press conference on the Superman building. But if Jorge Alorza starts taking shots at McKee, now you have my attention. That was a very good strategic move by Helena folks. I'm impressed by that. I'm impressed by that. Now the campaign's alive. Now, she also got some other endorsements. You also have to step back, folks, right? You have to step back of Patrick Kennedy also endorsed her. Does that mean anything to me? No, right? Because I wouldn't have voted for Patrick Kennedy. I wouldn't vote for Lorsa. But you have to look outside of yourself. You're not the target. You're not who they're trying to reach. So... Uh, Joe Almeida, who's running against Senator Mack, he also endorsed her. I think that's an interesting endorsement. Um, certainly well-known in the Washington Park area, people of color. Alorza, he could help her in Providence. I want to see what level he's going to be involved in the campaign. If he's going to go out and campaign with her, that's valuable, I'm telling you. And what I like about it. I like that he's not just automatically going with Nelly. I like that he's also certainly not going with McKee and Sabina Matos. Governor, that is someone, she has no business being lieutenant governor, none. So anyone that that is going to give, McKee is just too slippery for me. That vote the other night in the soccer stadium was an embarrassment. He never should have taken that vote. He should have recused himself. So I don't care if he's cheating at high low uh, jack against his mother. 
Um, <laughs> I like this. There is a, a brand called MOTHA, and somehow now they picked up the, the, the video. <laughs> YouTube channel of Mother Serlinka. They have tarts. They have other things. That's funny. So now they have that. Or is that, a, oh, that's a separate thing. Okay, here it is. Yeah, we play cards. I even let them win sometimes. Mom always <laughs> said it doesn't matter what cards you get, it's how you play your hand. We got Delta pandemic and delivered one of the nation's best economic recoveries. We got rid of the car tax. Finally. And we're upgrading affordable housing and passing gun safety laws that keep our families safe. Not bad for a year and a half. Not bad for a governor that lives with his mother. I, I'm just I, I'm just not seeing the home run thing. It's cute. It's novel. They think it's the funniest thing in the world. I want to. I'd be very curious, folks. At twelve thirty-eight, I want to see if they're going to uh, bring the first grandmother, uh, mother. Excuse me, first mother. Yeah, she would be right. First lady Sue McKee is the first lady of Rhode Island. He's the governor, so they'd be the first mother, right? I, I want to see if they bring her out on the campaign trail. I want to see a commercial that he's got Sabina Matos in. That then I'll I'll go somewhere. I don't. I think he's got problems. I think the Lords are endorsement again. The guy won twice. He's been elected mayor twice. I go for people that can get votes. I I have a preference for people who can win. He's won. Say what you want. If I lived in Providence, would I vote for him? No. Do I think he was a good mayor? No. I think he was lousy. I think he's an activist. He did a lot of things wrong. But he still is the mayor of Providence. So you have to appreciate that. I'm not one of those people that I have such hate. Everything's stupid. It's not like that. That was a good move by Helena folks. That tells me, you know, that's. McKee was not expecting that. I don't think so. I don't think they were expecting that. And the Mary Ellen Goodwin, Senator Mary Ellen Goodwin also uh, gave endorsement to Helena folks. That, <clears throat> that's a wink and a nod to the Ramundo crowd. I would be curious to see if Gina Ramundo will get involved in this primary. And um, that would be interesting to watch. Because conventional wisdom would be she'd stay out of it and then just... Support or not support whoever won the primary? Hmm. Again, I know people are saying, what? Ramonda, she was popular on the east side. There are people in Providence that swear and loved Gina Ramundo. There are people in Providence that may need the help of Commerce Secretary Ramundo. Folks, anyone that has won an election can be valuable. Ramundo, come on. She's she's the ultimate animal. Are you kidding me? She's five and oh. Cicilline endorsed Helena folks. That would be really interesting if that happened. Wow. Those are two endorsements to watch. Those would be the two most valuable endorsements. Because both of those people have sway in Providence. If David Cicilline and Gina Raimondo both endorse Helena folks. Those would be valuable. And again, I want to reiterate in Providence. And Cicilline, come on. When is he lost? Mayor twice? Let's go over Cicilline's record. 2002, one. 2006, one. Watch this. Congress. 2010, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. The guy is 8-0. He and Gina together are 13-0 in elections. If Helena folks could get them on board, wow. Because I don't think, I don't think, well, we know. Ramundo certainly doesn't want McKee. And Ramundo doesn't like Nellie. Because Nellie stabbed her in the back and uh, back Matt Brown. Um. I don't know the relationship between Cicilline and Nelly. They both could easily stay out of it and say, no, I don't want to endorse anyone in the primary. They could. Um, Cicilline and Gina are tight. I wonder if she could convince him to endorse Helena. I wonder if 
being a commerce secretary, she's not supposed to endorse anyone. I don't know. Folks, this portion of the program, by the way, I'll try to find out. J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Listen, it's really simple. Get your driveway paved with J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. You know, I've gone out and filmed some of their work. It's first rate. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Licensed and insured contracting company. It's J. Perry Paving. You know, I also want to um, point out, now folks, again, uh, good afternoon, one and all. It's 1242. Uh, We're definitely going to be doing one after dark later tonight. Um, I want to just check. We posted something else on the website. Well, there's a lot of good things actually on the website. Very happy. If you really want to know what happened in Cumberland, check to Petro.com and you can um, see it there. We also have the Warwick stabbing. Uh, this, watch this story on the 15-year-old from West Warwick who was shot and killed in Silver Lake the other night. And then the latest on Charlotte Lester. But if you really want to know what took the police so long with the investigation in Warwick, uh, excuse me, in Cumberland. It's on the website, depetro.com. I want to just check, folks, because we do things in real time. Um, Let's see. Yeah, police made an arrest in the Warwick stabbing. Is that who the mugshot is? Oh, wow. Joseph Young is going to be arraigned. Felony assault battery. So he stabbed the guy at Workout World. All right, so that crime has been solved. Warwick is a great city to cover. Um, free parking, Rhode Island State Beaches on Sunday. Governor McKee is trying to do anything to win this. Oh, that's interesting. Why is that? Oh, inclement weather. Okay. Uh, let me just check one other thing, folks. Bear with me at 12.44. U.S. economy shrank last quarter, second straight drop. Okay. Um, can you believe severe drought expands Rhode Island Southeastern Mass? Folks, look at all the burnt lawns. I mean, it's really, uh, really, really remarkable, as a matter of fact. Um, let's see. I just want to find the story that I was patiently searching for. Um, watch the story on the team from West Warwick. Um, <clears throat> I, I fully get that the mother's very upset. You know, come on. Her 15-year-old son was shot and killed. But you want to watch... Um, where that story is going to go. Because once again, I I believe that we have been right on the money um, with that. I caught a little bit of flack and uh, shelling. But we just, that's all I'm going to say is watch the, where that, what that end result is going to be. Once, once again, um, uh, now I'm saying anything to help share. Keep in mind anything negative to yourself. Oh, funeral expenses. Okay, the GoFundMe is set up. Um, one thing about my son: if he loved you, he left that be known. He told his people off, and he loved them all. Um, listen, I, I fully get that it is a very, very difficult time, but. Some of the things that have been um, posted don't don't seem to be um, don't seem to be helpful. Seem to be. I just want to see if they were deleted or they're still up. Um, mm, kind of was um, saying some things that could be interpreted certain ways. Put it that way. All right, I want to get to um, 
folks. And also, let me just hold on. I want to just check the uh, the situation. I uh, pop, folks. Good afternoon at twelve forty-seven. I'm just trying to find. All right, I want to play. Someone sent me one of the people. She's running third right now in Providence. How about the fact there is a third candidate in the race for mayor of Providence? She is a woman of color. Her name is Nerva LaFortune. And Senator Mack is not even backing her in the um, so much for like, hey, you know, Senator Mack is a woman of color. The woman running for mayor is a woman of color. So someone sent me this, and I just want to quickly um, check it about funding for the police. So now I'm taking a little bit of a chance. I'm assuming there's a good answer here. I think she's been a defund the police crowd. I think it's interesting Senator Mack is not supporting her. Eh, It's a little long. It's a little long. All right, maybe next hour. Maybe next hour on that. Maybe next hour on that. Uh, all right, let me stay on schedule. Folks, good afternoon. It is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, hey, it's brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, remember, the next time, if you have an emergency, pop in and see them at Med Urgent Care. Johnson location, 1524 Atwood Avenue. And also the East Greenwich location right across from Felicia's AtMed Urgent Care. This is where I would go. This is where I've gone when I had an emergency. They specialize in ambulatory medicine. It's much faster. When I hear about people that go and they have to wait several hours at the emergency room, eight hours, nine hours, folks, in and out in an hour, AtMed Urgent Care. Pop in and see them. Remember, they do it all. And it is, in fact, you know, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, work-related injuries, uh, laceration repair, at-med urgent care. They also offer, for those that have COVID, mononuclear antibody infusions. Look for them online at med, at atmedurgentcare.net, at-med urgent care. When you have an emergency, this is where you want to go, 1524 Atwood Avenue. In Johnston, in Johnston. All right. So the um, I'll play the um, defund the police mayoral. I I just don't think she's going to make it. Boy, the Drudge Report is really kind of turned on President Trump, sweating it. Recession 2022. How downturn haunts three presidents. I like how the the Biden administration they want to redefine the word. Um, redefine the word recession. They want to call it something else. Boy, President Trump looks very old in that photo on the golf course. I don't know about that. Trump is in growing legal political jeopardy after whirlwind week. I think one of the problems with that is even if he comes out of it, I think they're just trying to slow him down. I think it's all about that they just don't want him running in uh, twenty. 2024. Miami plans moving homeless to an island. <laughs> Miami plans to move homeless people to an island housing a sewage plant after Trump calls for vagrants to be moved out of cities in a tents. Uh, I'm trying to figure out why is this a bad idea? It sounds like a good idea to me. Fine. Hey, we have those islands in, in Rhode Island. Prudence Island and Patience Island. Maybe it's time to start moving them out of here. Uh, Miami's considering moving homeless people out of the streets into city-sponsored encampments under an island next to a sewage plant. (laughs) Now, it's actually removed from there. Earlier this year, they asked city officials pitch idea how to migate. Migate. Migate, yeah. Um, They have 1,500 homeless people in Miami. And one of the things they're saying is move them to an island. They have to do something. Anyone that has traveled to the West Coast to different places, they have to do something because and right now in Rhode Island Governor McKee is not all they're doing is giving out vouchers for people that claim to be I, I I'm even gonna say to me they're really not homeless as I've kind of mentioned it's really about people that 
choose not to work, don't want to pay rent, but they, they want, it's really just free housing is what it really comes down to. So new poll, Vice President Harris and California Governor Gavin Newsom are the two choices to run for president if Biden chooses not to seek a second term. So Bernie Sanders received 13% of the support. Mayor Pete came in at 10%. AOC came in less than 10%. I like any time she's mentioned in some kind of a poll. They both had 31%. Now I am, to, oh, hold on. 31% would prefer Harris. 17% chose the governor of California. I would really, you watch Ramundo start to raise her profile. There's no way she is sitting on the sidelines if there's any type of polling going on uh, for, for 2024. She's going to start to raise her profile. Also, Jared Kushner has a new book out. He claims John Kelly once shoved Ivanka. Claims in a new book, former President Trump's second chief of staff, John Kelly, shoved Ivanka in a fit of rage following a heated Oval Office meeting. Jared Kushner claims in his forthcoming White House memoir, the son-in-law, top advisor, alleges that Kelly, former Marine general, served with White House chief of staff July 2017 to January 2019 was a bullying figure at a Jekyll and Hyde demeanor during his days at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. One day, he just marched out of a contentious meeting in the Oval Office. Ivanka was walking down the main hallway of the West Wing. He passed her. Unaware of his heated state of mind, she said, Hello, Chief. Kelly reportedly wasn't in the mood to chat. Kelly shoved her out of the way and stormed by. She wasn't hurt, didn't make a big deal about it, the altercation. But his rage showed his true character. Wow. About an hour after the incident, Kelly went to Ivanka's second floor office to offer a meek apology, which was accepted. Kelly said he didn't recall the episode. It's inconceivable I would ever shove a woman. Inconceivable. Never happened. Don't remember ever apologizing to her for something I didn't do. I'd remember that. Um, But the chief of staff heard the mea culpa, according to the account. It was the first and only time Ivanka's staff saw Kelly visit their second floor corner of the West Wing. Ivanka told the Washington Post her husband's account of the incident was accurate. Huh. I'm going to, we're going to, we're folks, we're having discussions to try to get Jared on, by the way. Kelly, who first joined the Trump administration, oh, replaced um, Bryce Priebus. You know, none of this stuff is helpful. None of this stuff is, um, is, is helpful. Um. But, boy, they're really going after President Trump. Biden is suddenly winning. Just don't say the R word. Governors fuel 2024 chatter amid frustration. Swing voters struggling with their options scramble traditional political coalitions. Okay. You know, they better not blow the midterms here. They better not blow the uh, midterms. That's right. They just don't want to mention recession. Overcoming COVID, outfixing the Republicans. Biden's having an unusually good week, and he won't let recession spoil his mood. Well, as I mentioned, they're trying to um, they're trying to come up with every other word other than the word recession, which is a joke, and that that is where we're going, folks. It's very obvious. There's there's too much money in in play right now. Um, a recession by any other name, a recession by any other name, an economic downturn. So they're playing semantics by redefining the term. Philip Magnus, this was in the Wall Street Journal. They try to prepare for a recession or rather news of one. Rather than tackling it, they're playing word games. Economists have long defined a recession, a period in which real GDP declines for two consecutive quarters. With expectations of low and negative growth, they've been trying to blunt the news by disavowing this term. It's not the definition, said Janet Yellen. So now that, you know, this this is, um, I'm just thinking when we were, 
growing up, my parents used to have this thing of they didn't like someone having lunch after two o'clock in our kitchen. So we used to have a running joke where my mom would actually say, you can have a sandwich. Just stop calling it lunch. Someone having a late lunch. Lunch finishes at two o'clock. You can have something to eat. Just don't call it lunch. Now, this you can say whatever you want. Just don't call it a recession. You know, I um, the the fact of the matter, I they better not blow the midterms. I don't think they're going to. I think it's just a lot of talk. I think it's very obvious. You know, I want to come back to folks, just the city of Providence, just for a moment. And uh, we mentioned it in the um, first hour with our legal expert attorney Tim Dodd, where this case where they're sentencing gang members. And um, God, the, the, I'll tell you, the media is obsessed about the shoreline access thing. Most people do not. Um, but these gang members from Chad Brown that that got sentenced, that, um, you know, that would be, that's one of the reasons seemingly why Alorza and members of this city council, that they they don't want the term gang used. Members of Providence's Chad Brown street gang sentenced to federal prison. Racketeering enterprise responsible for gun license violence that targeted rival gangs. So uh, we discussed this with attorney Tim Dodd and said there's going to be a point where the gun violence stops in the city. See, one of the reasons why they were able to go after them is because they basically called it a criminal enterprise. That's one of the reasons why, stay with me, the uh, Alorza crowd and some of the city council, why they don't like to refer to people as gang members because they can use racketeering to go after them. That's how they brought down organized crime. All right, now right now it's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the, the uh, one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. You can watch either, um, excuse me, listen on the radio, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or you can listen at the website, dipetro.com. I am going to play some of the sound about a mayoral candidate and what she wants to do about police funding. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Folks, visit the website, dipetro.com. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. The power hour is next. It's Thursday. It's the John DePietro Show. We have another hour to go. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the other side.